here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarran. Jeff Hawkins. Is it? Can it be? It is! The phenomenal one is here! AJ Styles! Oh my gosh! You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. It has been rumored for weeks that the hottest free agent in sports entertainment was heading to WWE. Styles is here! Three things, Jeff. One, broken Matt Hardy is never showing up in WWE. Two, what the hell shade of purple or red was Brock Lesnar tonight? <laughs> and three, Braun Strowman's the king of the world. Oh, really? That That's your three takeaways? Those are my three <laughs> takeaways from the show. Also... Heath Slater, semi-main eventer. <laughs> uh, here, here's my takeaway. He's not going to win best wrestler of the year, but damn if Brock Lesnar is not the most entertaining and must-see wrestler oh, this year. He's must-see, and Samoa Joe did a really good job of turning himself into must-see with the with this match, too. Oh, I mean, that this... match was... Oh, good Lord. Did, did that did that hit me in the funny place and make me love it. I, oh, I... the main event, man. <laughs> six minutes, six minutes from bell to bell. Uh, there was uh, a couple of minutes of action before that with Samoa Joe just gang rushing, uh, bum rushing, if you will, Brock Lesnar. Uh, awesome. Samoa Joe, it kind of seemed like a fluke win for Brock there at the, uh, at the end because uh, Samoa Joe was dominating him for the entire time. And then Brock hits one F5 and basically it's done after that. Um, kind of to the point where you thought they might do it again. Maybe not on a pay-per-view, but maybe a Brock Lesnar, the rare match on raw, maybe Brock Lesnar and Joe for a second time at some point. What do you think about that? Oh yes, please. Cause look, I, I like Omega and Okada for what they are. I just want bad men doing bad things to each other. That's, that's all I want. My wrestling. That's why the last hour of the show is so awesome. (laughs) Oh, oh God, I loved that match. So I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know if we can count the Roman brawn as bad men. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Braun Strowman, big dude doing bad things to Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns using vehicles to try and cause death. Saw a funny tweet. Saw a funny uh, tweet from, I think, Brian Campbell, Bruce Campbell. I don't know. Someone on CBS. Yeah. Tweeted out, uh, Braun Strowman's going to be real mad if he's dead. <laughs> the uh, the last hour of this show. But before we get to the rest of that show, Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe. We're going to talk about this match for the next five hours. 
uh, here on Shake Them Ropes. Episode 219, thanks for joining us, a special Sunday edition. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes. Follow Jeff at Crap Game 13. This episode sponsored by somebody. I don't know who yet, but we'll get you uh, that in a moment. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe. Brock Lesnar wins, retains the universal title. You got Big Cass out there on the uh, on the Talking Smack show putting his name in the hat for the SummerSlam opponent of Brock Lesnar. Uh, that was an odd promo. It was. Many, oh, my God. It was <laughs> Oh, it was 50 50. It was 50 oh. 50% of it was great. And then the other 50% is him kind of going, Was that okay? Was that good? Here's a catchphrase. I, I mean, I it, liked yeah. I liked most of it, though. I liked a lot of it. But then there, it, it's like for every part he'd really nail, there was another part where you're just like, No, why are you saying that? That's he dumb. Was, he was Nobody also... cares you're seven foot <laughs> that that makes you a title contender, you dumbass. He beat, <laughs> he beat Enzo. I mean, not many men in this business have beaten Enzo. This guy's on the uh, rocket ship to the top. But it was funny uh, on Talking Smack uh, with Big Cass here. He he is trying to be a dick to Peter Rosenberg, even though Peter mm-hmm. Rosenberg is spending the entire time praising Big Cass and talking about how, you know, they're New Yorkers, they're homeboys, blah, blah, blah. And, and Big Cass is just like the wheels are spinning in his brain. Like, how do I turn into a dick here? How do I how do I fend off this Peter Rosenberg from liking me? And his choice wasn't strong to me. His choice was to say, I'm just going to go about my life because this is my life right now. I'm just, I, you know what? I'll just talk to Enzo's family if I see them. We can still be friends. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting choice. I don't know if it's a strong one, but. Yeah, he'll still talk to his family. He'll still be friends with the family. You got to do something there. And like, yeah, I'll still be friends with his sister or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, something something dickish, something high school dickish. Uh Brock Lesnar's the victor. Uh, you did not answer my question. Uh, what the hell uh, color was he? I, I think that was a uh, uh, Violet Beauregard from uh, <laughs> from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Purple. That was something else. A lot of yes. things are something. That was something else. And I couldn't tell because there was weird. There was like a weird red tint. And I, I don't know if it was coming from my TV because I don't usually see it from my TV. I don't know if it was the WWE Network feed, if something was going on with uh, with their directing no, or cameras. No, that's him. No, that's no. him. That's what I happens know. to him. I know. He was very reddish, purplish, all different colors. But I'm like, is this exaggerated a little bit by the picture on my TV? I can't quite tell. But he was, I mean, God, it's just so weird how he's one shade of color. And then all of a sudden his face is like an entire different shade of color. Yeah, it's happened here. It happened in the Goldberg matches, and it also happened during the Mark Hunt fight. I'm a little worried about his blood pressure. To oh, be I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are signs there. There are signs. I'm, I'm not waiting for it, obviously, but I'm worried. I'm worried about this Brock Lesnar guy. Like, there's going to be a bad news story when he's 48 years old. You know what I really liked about the match? I mean, just because it's the main event, we should talk about it first, anyways. Oh, um, we're talking about I, it for the next five hours on the show. Oh, are we? Okay. Yes. No, I liked the spot with the uh, with the missed shoulder block into the post as the callback to the Goldberg match about mm-hmm. how Goldberg took advantage of that. No, sure. And Samoa Joe did for a while until Joe just said, "No, no, no more we're of done. this. We're F- done." F five, yeah. yeah. Or no I, suplexes at that point. The yeah. suplexes were were right on time. The uh, the Kikina clutches, like Joe was being very gentle. You could tell, uh, but <laughs> there was, I this this match was everything that we wanted it to be. There was no, uh, you know, it was Joe could have easily won in three minutes. This was the kind of squash that he was laying on on Brock Lesnar. And then Brock I would have minded. To, 
Yeah, I wouldn't have minded Joe jumping Brock after the match. I mean, really. I mean, I liked the angry no. look, but I, I, I wouldn't have minded a post-match beatdown on I, this one. I thought we might have gotten it, but at the same time, like, Roman and Braun ended that way. Yeah, like, are we that's really going to get it in the main event? But th <laughs> this seems to me like when I ask if we're going to get Brock and Joe again, I don't think it's happening next. I don't think no. it's happening. But this is the seeds for later. Maybe Joe becomes Universal Champion, like, next year sometime. And you're going into SummerSlam or whatever other B show you want to go into in the summer of next year. And like Joe has the title and Brock Lesnar comes back and you play off of this match here uh, because the okay. stare down. Otherwise, why do the stare down with, with Samoa Joe? Just have Samoa Joe down there. Brock Lesnar celebrate. Go off air. They're, no, you're, you're, they're doing you're it right. again. They got to do it again. A post-match beatdown would have been ridiculous after watching a guy crash an ambulance right. backstage into a wall, I believe. Um or no, it wasn't a wall. It was a, a it bus. It was another right? truck, another truck or a another truck. bus or something. Right. I mean, uh, just murder death. Murder death by suicide death. Okay, so that being said, the winner of the ambulance match was supposed to be able to face Brock at SummerSlam. Is that whole angle an excuse to get uh, Braun out of know. the match? I don't know if, it, if it's an excuse to get him out of the match. More so than an excuse for why Braun will lose. Because if you okay. do Braun versus Brock at SummerSlam and you promote it like Brock Lesnar's coming off of this big fight with Samoa Joe, but Braun Strowman is coming off of murder death, then <laughs> that's not the worst excuse ever for Braun Strowman to lose. You know, know. who and, was the worst performer in that ambulance? Jaws we're, not, of life sketch. we're not talking about the ambulance match yet. OK, we're still talking about Brock and, and Joe and you bring up the future for Brock Lesnar. The future for Brock Lesnar was probably the winner of this ambulance match. I mean, you don't know what the hell's <laughs> happening with Finn Balor. Finn Balor's not on the show. Uh, could Finn Balor want his universal title back? Is that a SummerSlam worthy match? Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor? I don't know. You know what? That would be an interesting move to keep him off this pay-per-view to, to, to hold him off so that he doesn't have to get beat or so that nobody gets sick of him. And then he's special for SummerSlam. Am that I would the, be interesting. Am I the worst fanboy in the world where I thought that Brock Lesnar would win this and then Gallows and Anderson would attack Brock and you have Finn Balor coming out and you actually did get the club? And Finn Balor goes bad, and he's the main event of SummerSlam against Brock Lesnar going for his title, and you just all of a sudden just go bad with him. Uh, can I state that you're the guy who said that we'd never see Broken Matt Hardy? You're never going to see the Bullet Club. Slash the Balor Bullet Club. club. Yeah, we, okay. we see the Balor Club every day. It's a club of one and his Legos. No, the Balor Club is the WWE Universe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, don't forget the Legos, though. The Legos are in yes, there. And I guess Legos, by extension, yeah. Sami Zayn would be in it, too, I suppose. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I just thought uh, all the crazy things that we've seen. I mean, hell, we saw Heath Slater win a match. I guess we didn't really see it because uh, by the time <laughs> he actually won, the split screen was gone. We just heard so, the announcement that he won. So, so Brian, uh, so I mean, so Kurt Hawkins never really lost. Let, let's just say that then. Yes, Brian Myers did not lose. <laughs> you jerk. No, 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 no. Here, here's the. Here. Here's the other thing. I mean, like your idea is not the worst in the world because you'll remember during the Dusty Classic, I predicted. I thought, I thought Balor Club was going to be Joe and uh, and and Baron Corbin protecting Finn. So it's the title I of mean, my book, by the way. My idea is not the worst in the world. No title of my book. <laughs> Chap chapter two is maybe it is. We're 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 all wrong on what I what we think is gonna go on. I mean, we but we're asked to prognosticate. We're not fantasy booking. I I, I wouldn't have minded that because God knows Gallows and Anderson need something to do. I I could see that being the refreshing of them. But do you really want to turn Finn heel, quote unquote, or would he, would this be a babyface turn for Gallows and Anderson? No, I think it'd be a heel turn. 
I think it'd be okay. ideal. You go uh, Finn Balor going bad, uh, teaming up with Gallows and Anderson, taking on Brock Lesnar. I mean, there's a little SummerSlam match. I don't expect Finn Balor to win it. But... Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this part then, uh, before we move on from the main event. Unless we're unless we're, we're going four and a half more hours. Four, we're four hours and fifty minutes away from moving on from this main event, bro. <laughs> so we're so we're doing a Lanza Crate podcast tonight. Okay. I'm I don't know who that. those people are. Okay. Um the crotch shot. Did it did it um affect you one way or another? Or is it just no. bad guys should be doing bad things like that at all times? It wasn't bad guy. The whole story about this feud has been Samoa Joe is taking not necessarily cheap shots because he has been face to face with Brock, but he's taking unexpected shots. Like this is the guy who's striking first and he found an opportunity to strike and he took it. And this was also midway. This was also midway through the match, by the way, where what was Samoa Joe was doing wasn't working. So we may have adapted a little bit, but you have to admit they were kind of baby facing him on that go home raw. Eh, They're baby facing him a little bit, but why not? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Uh, I don't even know if they were baby facing him so much as that we, you know, some of us are big Samoa Joe fans, so we were being baby faced by him. Oh, he's the guy who's he's the the take charge guy who wants to face a guy. So it, it, this is their kind of version of the yeah. alpha male build. I mean, look, I to me j- j- to me okay, he was the, to me he was the take charge guy who wants to face a guy, but is doing it when the guy's not ready. Like all these people saying that that was a double turn tonight. I I don't think so. I think that's just how he views. What what stand up take charge guys do is they drive people into ambulances after they uh, <laughs> they lose matches. It's what people did with John Cena for years. Everyone's saying, "Oh, could this be a double turn? Could be this be the turn?" Because you want Roman Reigns to turn. Yeah, I don't and think it is. Roman Reigns is what John Cena is. He's a he's a bad guy already. Just not everyone's paying attention. Hmm. Let's. Uh, speaking of me getting things wrong, didn't have to wait very long for me to get something wrong. Uh, Neville, pre-show. Neville, Akira Tozawa pre-show, uh, wacky finish. Neville is still your cruiserweight champion. Uh, he reigns a division that now does not feature Austin Aries. Austin Aries released from WWE, apparently asked for it. He's gone from the company. Neville. Retain- um, there's an update on that. Oh, is there an update from that? What is the update? Jeff Hawkins at the news desk. He may not have asked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He may not have asked for his release. Well, he may have, in a way, have have pushed them to release him. Um, th- this is a guy, and you can understand this. This is a guy who was a cruiserweight, mm. went through the several matches. Like when I first heard that Austin Aries was released on that Friday, I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this was the deal all along. That's uh, why else do they have him lose three straight pay per view matches, getting that out of Neville, uh, basically. A, making it appear that they would never do anything with Austin Aries again. Maybe that was the plan. Maybe he was coming in for a short term. Hey, here's your money. We, we signed you for two years or whatever, and you go away now. I don't know. Then more starts to trickle out. Austin Aries didn't like being pigeonholed as a cruiserweight. And right. knowing everything you know about Austin Aries for the last 12 years, that's not unbelievable that he would kind of get no. mad. And you don't want to be pigeonholed as a cruiserweight. Cruiserweights go no. nowhere right now unless you're Neville. Mm-hmm. I could fully understand him being upset to the point where he gets in a fight and you know what? They just decided to cut him when really he was kind of pushing for that. Maybe he didn't want it, but with him p- pushing, like, did he really want to be a cruiserweight for life? And if he wasn't going to be a cruiserweight for life and they didn't want him to not be a cruiserweight for life, he had to go. He had to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they weren't doing anything with him at the time either. So it, it's very, you know, it was just, oh, he got beat three times by Neville. Now we have to figure out what to do with him now. And that's what they've been doing in this division is just burning through competitor after competitor because they don't know who they want to build in it. So it's very, it's very odd. It is very odd. I agree. It's very odd. Uh, but you have Neville still king of the cruiserweights, Akira Tozawa begging his agent, Titus O'Neil, for a rematch. You know, go get me a rematch. So we're going to see this probably on 205 Live. Neville and Akira Tozawa again. Akira Tozawa getting the loss. Somewhat nefarious means. Uh, he's, he gets hung up on the top rope. Neville behind the ref's back kicks the top rope further into his nards. And Akira Tozawa suffers the pinfall loss. No high-flying move from Neville. No uh, no uh, red arrow or anything like that. Uh, but Neville and Akira Tozawa probably happening again. Does it happen at SummerSlam? Could it be a SummerSlam pre-show match again? Or do we get this on 205 Live? Who knows? What'd you think about the opener on the show? Uh, which got a pretty good amount of time, 12 minutes. Oh, I, th- I thought it was a fun match. I mean, it, it it's it's as fun as you can do in the cruiserweight style that the WWE main roster does, I think. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it a lot up until the end where you can just tell, okay, go out there and have a great match, and now let's think of a weird contrived ending. There we go. You know, I, I, but overall, I enjoyed it. This was the night of different endings, if you will. I, yes. Nothing was really... Uh, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins uh, had this. Big Cass and Enzo was probably the one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was, that was the one where there was the definitive winner, aside from the main event. Um, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Uh, this match, opening the show, interesting choice. I think it was the right call, because if it happens later on in the show, people just die a death during this match. Like I don't think people wanted to see this match after one hour of wrestling. Uh, so it was good that they did it right away. Yeah. Um, and overall it was, it was fine for what it was. I, I liked some of the little character things that, uh, Bray Wyatt did in it, but overall I, I just, I, I, as I wrote the raking of the eyes thing to distract, to get the finisher, that's, that's a trope now in these pay-per-view matches. And, and it, it is to pay-per-view matches what the music distraction schoolboy roll-up is on the on the weekly shows. I'm just done seeing it week or every two weeks or so. Oh, he raked the eyes. That means this feud must continue. Uh, no, he they won. They did this with Kevin Owens. They've done it with Alexa Bliss. They've done. I mean, they've done it with almost every heel they have. I think Miz did it a couple times. The Shield 0 for 3 on this night. Seth okay. Rollins being the first one. You had Dean Ambrose losing later on to The Miz. You had Roman Reigns suffering a loss to Braun Strowman. Not a good night for The Shield. It was a good night for the Wyatt family. 2-0 and on this mat, on this <laughs> show. Uh, big Cass Enzo Amore. This went a little bit longer than I expected, but really Big Cass was, was taking it to Enzo. This was just, you know, I'm going to keep beating you up so that you know never to step back on me. Five minutes of Big Cass just beating Enzo to death. Very fiery and passionate promo before the match from Enzo to the point where I thought, okay, they're giving him all this time because the match is going to go 30 seconds. Like, really, the match is his promo. Uh, Very fiery. He's going to keep dreaming. He's not going to stop dreaming. Uh, He's going to lose every single match he's in until he wins the Cruiserweight title. But he got crushed dead 
by Big Cass here. And now Big Cass thinks he's ready for Brock Lesnar. Let's go to the Universal Championship. I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. I'm going to go on to WrestleMania, main event WrestleMania against Steve Austin. Like Big Cass is is a wild-eyed northern boy going crazy <laughs> in WWE. Big Cass, first, Enzo Amore, I give it five stars. <laughs> first of all, Corey's glee at this match coming up when he was going over it. I, I that was my favorite kind of little thing on commentary. Corey Graves tonight. is great. Like he something tells me that Corey Graves is writing his own storylines in his head for a future where they just like put yeah. these puzzle pieces together. Like Corey Graves <laughs> is angling for something here. I to the point where I think Corey Graves thinks Kurt Angle is going to wrestle again and Corey Graves wants to be his opponent. <laughs> Calling it right now WrestleMania Corey Graves Kurt Angle. The the Enzo promo was fascinating because I number one it went quite long. It was super and that, long. It was super long. That was that's the thing. It's like they gave him that much. They want to keep his popularity somehow. Are we gonna? Oh, God, well, dare I say? That's all he is. Is, he, is he is he going to be the one to unseat Neville? Is he the guy? I don't know if he's unseating Neville, but dude's gonna be a cruiserweight champion one day. <laughs> Before Leo Rush. Um, maybe, maybe he beats Miz. I don't know. Maybe he's the Intercontinental Champion someday. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they're. I mean, it's it's weird because it's it's one of those things where when you cynically think about, okay, what is the point of this? Why are they? You know, you're watching. You're going. Why are they giving him this much time to cut this much of a passionate promo before we know he's going to get destroyed? It means they want to keep up that popularity slash merchandise stuff and keep him. At least they they think they may have something to do with him after this match. They just want to see what they where they can go with Cass. So I, I'm thinking he I'm thinking a Neville program. I'm thinking something's happening. Yeah, I don't know if this can be right away because I think no. Akira Tozawa is still going. I mean, Akira Tozawa is going to get his rematch, but Enzo, I don't know what the hell Enzo is going to do on Raw the next couple of weeks. It's going to be bad, whatever it is. He it's may be the be new bad. toy. He may be the new toy in the two hundred five division when they get tired of beating. Oh, probably Cedric, Cedric and Akira. No, but that's what. But you're right. They're going to keep it for Akira, and they're going to keep. I think they're going to keep. They may. They may take Enzo off TV for about a month or so before bringing him back. Let me ask you this. Introduce him. Let me ask you this: Is Enzo Amore versus Kurt Hawkins a match we're going to get in the next three months? Ooh, because that's the only guy Enzo can beat. If they don't move him, yes. It's the only guy he can beat. But that's the only way they're going to do that match is if they don't move him, which means maybe an intercontinental title program somewhere. Well, he can still but, be on 205 Live. Why wouldn't he be? Uh, because Raw, Raw remember, is like the that. cruiserweight show. Mm-hmm. It's on Raw. These guys, this Akira Tozawa. I mean, AJ Styles ain't working two TV shows a week. <laughs> Kiritazawa, however, is who's the real star in the Fed. Cesaro Sheamus defeated the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. 30-minute Iron Man tag team match. Saw a lot of different responses to this match on Twitter. I thought the match was pretty good. I thought it was entertaining. I thought the it crowd. was quite fun. Yeah. I thought it was fun, and I thought, you know what? When you're doing this style of an Iron Man match, this one I thought was perfectly paced. I, I think it, it's one of those things where... You know, you get the quick, if you're, if you're going to do, you know, if you're not going to hold off pinfalls until the very, very end, it, it's fine to get this early one in and make them build a lead. I, I'd, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, I thought the, uh, the last, the last five minutes was a great race. I absolutely enjoyed that. And, you know, I, I've, 
I, I listened to the flagship this weekend and it's like, oh, I hate Iron Man matches because the only the last 10 minutes are interesting or, or whatever, or five minutes if it's 30 minutes. I, you know what? I thought I found this one interesting throughout. I really did. I did too. Um, I, and I know the, the crowd was starting to get a little worn out door, during the end because they're like, okay, we're still 15 minutes away from anything important happening. So we're crowd just was into watching it. dudes. Crowd grapple. was into this. Crowd was into they this were. match. Too. They, no, they were. They were. And Sheamus was working hard. Cesaro uh, doing a really good job being both a great wrestler as well as defensive uh, player. I mean, his defense trying to just make sure nothing happens against his team was pretty good. Um, mm. And then cheerleading for Sheamus. Uh, Cesaro was a super starter in this match. Matt Hardy got bloodied up like crazy. There's a lot of yeah. blood on the show in weird spots. Uh, but Matt Hardy got bloodied up. And let's let's make mention of this for a moment. My screw up, huh? <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I was going to mention the whole. So Matt Hardy is on Twitter, right? Matt right. Hardy, for those who do not know, uh, portrayed a character known as Broken Matt on Global Force Wrestling TNA Impact Wrestling, and that character was quite popular in in some circles. It rejuvenated Matt Hardy's interest in wrestling. It rejuvenated the fans' interest in Matt Hardy. And it rejuvenated his independent run and independent money-making potential. It made Matt Hardy a relevant thing again. And he was never not relevant. But they were more relevant than just being former WWE stars. Well, now Mm -hmm. Matt and Jeff are back in WWE. Back under the most over-gimmick they've ever had, which is the Hardy Boys. And some fans are calling, okay, when are we going to see Broken Matt? And I understand. You might have been a fan of the Broken Matt character. Most of the WWE audience does not know what the hell that is. It's still true. They don't know what the hell that is. And the fans that do are vocal. You see some chance. Today is really the first night, the first pay-per-view night, where you saw that it's very limited, the response to the Broken stuff. Very few delete chants. Very few Brother Nero chants. Very very few reactions to the broken stuff. It's all about the Hardy Boys gimmick, the most over gimmick they've ever had, the most over gimmick they would have right now on WWE television. The broken Matt Hardy stuff isn't coming to the Fed. It's not happening. And that's not to say that it was bad. You can be indifferent on it. It does not matter. It wasn't bad. It was interesting. Okay? And it rejuvenated Matt Hardy. But it's not coming to the Fed, and that's okay. It's okay for it to be done. He had his run as Broken Matt. It was entertaining. It's done. That's okay. Is that your statement? It's my facts. Face I, the facts okay. Jeff. Look, I'm I'm fine with that. I, I I'm I, I'm interested. I, I think they're gonna do something though. They they have to do something to change up their the gimmick. I, they they're going to, because I'm sure Matt's going to push for it. So we're gonna get something that's more entertainment based, kind of. Maybe they break Jeff. Maybe this is gonna be broken Jeff Hardy, and he's gonna be brother whatever Matt Hardy's middle name is. Let me let me ask you this. I don't think they're ever gonna call him broken Matt Hardy. All right, I don't no, think that's broken. happening. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to call Jeff Hardy Brother Nero because Jeff Hardy is where the money is. Okay. Could they do a hybrid? 
And this right now, this Matt Hardy is not a hybrid. I know he does some of the broken gestures and they're getting fewer and fewer responses right now. But do we ever see Matt Hardy version two? And it's a similar character to the broken Matt, but not the broken name. Do we get Matt Hardy version two? Wouldn't that be version three? Would it be? Didn't they do Matt Hardy version 2.0 on SmackDown? Oh, maybe they did. I don't remember it. Yeah. Maybe they did. We right, could. So Matt I Hardy mean, version th- or Matt Hardy version zero. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, my fear is that they're going to be go do the usual route of, well, now it's time to break up the Hardys and push Jeff. And then, then we're going to turn Matt on Jeff. Well, that's and the, we're best, the standard WWE playbook. That's the best chance that he has of being broken mad is if they go with a singles run for him, if they split him up during whatever the next superstar shakeup is. Like if they go their separate ways and we get Jeff Hardy as a single and we get Matt Hardy as a single, that's the best chance he has of being the broken Matt character in some way, shape or form. I just don't think we're going to see it. And if we would have seen it, we would have seen it already. Because right now, there's still the money and the nostalgia. The Hardy Boys, the, they get the big reaction. They sell merch. I, I think we would sell more merch as the Hardy Boys than we would as Broken Matt. Because I think more WWE casual fans, female, male, whatever, they like Jeff Hardy better. So you got to do the Jeff Hardy gimmick, not a gimmick tailored to Matt Hardy. Okay. Anyway, Cesaro and Sheamus won. Mm-hmm. Do they do this match again? Is this a SummerSlam match or do we get multiple uh, teams? Do we get more teams involved? I think you're going to, I think, man, I think the the big two shows, WrestleMania and and SummerSlam from now on are multi, multi people matches. I mean, I I think there's going to be a four corners match. We we could see uh, some type of gimmick coming on Raw in a couple of weeks where we get a number one contendership. Like we have a tournament maybe. Or we have a, uh, you know, something, something. Because you got Guns and uh, Gallows there. You got, uh, who else you got on this Raw side? The Revival. Uh, The Revival? Hey, look at those. Those are the two. Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crews, maybe? Maybe. Heath Slater and Rhino. Heath Slater coming off a big win in the semi-main event of the show. (laughs) You got some tag teams. You got some tag teams you can uh, come up with. Uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. Uh, Sasha Banks won via countout. This feud is not over. Uh, no. The, the proclamations and you know, Dave Meltzer was one who said Nia Jax and, and uh, Alexa Bliss was the plan for SummerSlam. Don't look like it. I thought I thought for a while it would be a multi-woman match. Like Nia Jax would be involved and you would get Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss in some type of three-way or even a four-way with Bailey. I still expect a multi-woman match because... I just don't think on a SummerSlam you're going to get multiple women matches, so I expect them all to be in one match on the Raw side. Uh, but Sasha three-way. Banks, uh, yeah, three-way or four-way, I mean, I could see them putting Bailey involved um, again yeah. at a SummerSlam pay-per-view. Uh, but Sasha Banks gets the win here via countout. Alexa Bliss remains the champion. This was hard-hitting. This mm-hmm. was this was two women who, you know, maybe they're friends now, but they certainly were not when they were coming up through NXT. And they just go out there and Alexa Bliss is trying to prove why, you know, she definitely not just belongs, but deserves that championship and deserves the TV time. And Sasha Banks is going out there still with this chip on her shoulder. This was something. And the double knees at the end. This was just, this was just uh, maybe, I mean, this match had really good matches or this show had really great matches. Braun and Roman. I loved Brock and Samoa Joe. I loved Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. 
putting their name in the hat for match of the night. And this was a phenomenal showing from these two. We got a return of the Alexa Bliss arm. Uh, we got the arm gimmick. We got yeah. the arm gimmick. That she did with uh, Becky, right? I love it. I, I yeah. believe she did it with Becky, yeah. yeah. I, I love it when she does that because it, it freaks the crowd out. Oh, it you, freaks me out. You throw, like, ah, uh, you throw people off. You're wondering what the hell, what the hell's happening? How is she doing that? And it's a believable way of her being just this prick. And this, she has this trick. The sad thing is, how do we see it again now? You know, we, we know what's up. We, we saw it on SmackDown. Apparently Michael Cole didn't, but we've now seen it on both shows. Every announcer has seen it. She can't do it again. So this was basically the retirement of the double jointed spot. Oh, it'll, it'll come back. Rest, it will rest come in peace. Double jointed spot. No, you're wrong on that. Um, I'm never, I, wrong. I freaked out over the double knee spot off of the table. Cause I thought even with the padding on the knees, I thought she had shattered both knees trying to do that thing. Oh my God. Uh, now, did you see Sasha's promo on the Raw Talk? I did not. I was trying to get oh, my equipment to work for this very show. Oh, my friend. Uh, when you were say- talking about a chip on the shoulder and maybe they're friends now, I think they may be friends now, but they're going to dredge up a little bit of the past here just to just to make it a little bit real. Because <laughs> Sasha talked about, you know what, these girls who who fake being wrestling fans all their lives, Coming in, and she basically said, "Yeah, Alexa, you don't you you said you were such a big fan of the Hardy Boys, and then you mixed them up. You know, it was that kind of promo where you're like, ooh, there's some truth to this. This is kind of fun. But it was basically one of those promos where it's like, yeah, there are girls who come in who weren't wrestling fans who didn't pay their dues, and now uh, they're getting all the chances. Oh, uh, the paying of the dues. Alexa Bliss yes. has gone from zero to a hundred in two years." She's yeah, no, I fantastic. Agree. She's paid her dues on live television. Not everyone has to pay their dues in Boston. You know, t- tell her to go back to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Baron Corbin. Um, <laughs> go back to NXT, yeah. Sasha. No, I, I, I really liked this match a lot. I thought it was quite hard hitting. I didn't mind the ending either. I, th- I think it's okay for a, for a champ like that to walk away sometimes, except in the, in, except in the major pay-per-views. I, I think it was fine in a B pay-per-view to set this up for a future bigger match, maybe with a stipulation, maybe with Nia involved at SummerSlam. I had absolutely no problem with that. And I really liked quite a lot of this match. I thought they, they worked there. You know how sometimes you get a women's match where you can tell they have absolutely no chemistry together. I think they have chemistry together. We have breaking news on this show. Oh, really? Jeff Hawkins. Do you remember a female wrestler from Global Force Wrestling, Total Nonstop Action Impact Wrestling, known as Lady Tapa? Yes, that's, um, I won't say that's the Barbarian's daughter. What? No, hold on. No, okay, whatever. Whatever. What? Go ahead. Lady Tapa may very well be. In the WWE May Young Classic. Oh, dear Lord. Does this excite you? Is she your favorite to victory? No, because oh. because we already have a, someone with that gimmick in the tournament. Hmm. Actually, we have two people. We have two people with these gimmicks in, in the tournament. We already we have, have two, two giant, giants that. Yeah. Hmm. 
It's too many people with the gimmicks. She is uh, married to her current manager. She is the niece of actor Harvey Jason, whoever that is. Okay. Uh, no relation to Barbarian, comma, the. Who the hell is Harvey Jason? This makes no sense to me. I don't know if I know. Sure? Okay. British actor. He was in Rich Man, Poor Man. No, the Barbarians are uncle. No. Yes. You have no idea what you're talking about. I do. I'm looking at her Wikipedia page right now. Whose Wikipedia page? Lady Lady Tapa. She's her uncle is Harvey Jason. No, Harvey. Yes, and and also it says under family Sioni Vihai, the uh, the Barbarian. The, I think you are. She was trained by the. She was also trained by the Barbarian. Okay, so there's at least that connection too. Trained by the Barbarian. Yeah, you're just making things up now. I am not making. I think you're making things up. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But, <laughs> don't don't question me. Don't say I'm wrong if you don't know I'm wrong. No, you're absolutely making things up at this point. Making things up. Oh, she is. You know what? She. I mean, <laughs> we're devolving if she comes in because <laughs> we go from uh, <laughs> Snooka's daughter to uh, Nia Jax, oh, Tamina to Nia Jax to Lady Tapa. Mm-hmm. We're going the wrong way in our work rate. Um, yeah. Uh, she'll, she'll be big and she, you can put over a nice white meat baby face, hopefully against her. And you can, uh, I'm, uh, and I'm, you can save the giant push for someone else. I'm reading more about lady Tapa on the global force wrestling website. Uh, apparently she is the niece of former WCW tag team artist, the barbarian. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> I uh, I was unaware of this. That's cool a little factoid that I've uh, brought to you exclusively here on Shake Them Ropes. <laughs> the Miz is still the Intercontinental Champion. Thank God. Dean, Am- let's. Uh, speaking of thanking God, can we take a moment? It's been over a year now. Time flies. Time flies. We all need to take a moment each day to thank whoever you want to thank that Maurice is back on WWE TV. She is the best. She's a future Hall of Famer, pioneer of the women's division in WWE, and certified TV gold. And her husband, Mike, the other Mike, married (laughs) to a WWE female superstar, is quite good himself. And he should be Intercontinental Champion for all time until Enzo defeats him. He should be the man to break Honky Tonk Man's record. And what is that record, Jeff? Uh, it's it's. <laughs> Did I put you in the hot seat there? Because I have no yes. idea how long exactly it is. What I don't remember like 24 how long months, it is Twenty-four months, twenty-two months, something like I, really I long. Think, I think so. Hold on, let, let's really? let's check. You, you um, look at you look at that. Um, Curtis Axel is looking more like Daniel Bryan, a taller version of Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah. Bo Dallas, I don't know what he looks like. Ghetto. I mean, he looks like I don't ghetto. Know what he's, I don't know what he's supposed to be in this. In this, is he supposed to be his Marine twenty-eight no character, or is he supposed to be a teamster that's working on the sets of his movies? Looks, I mean, it's he looks like a guy who's about to tell Michael Elgin he's going to lose again. That's what he looks like. <laughs> I 
that's what I want. I want him to do. I want him to do the cash pose for Miz when he comes in. That's, Why not? That's all I- It'd be awesome. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Tonky, the Honky Tonk Man had the longest man. uninterrupted reign mm-hmm. of at four hundred fifty-four days. Oh well, that's not. I mean, what is that? Sixteen uh, months? How much is it's that? A year? Yeah, it's about a year and four months. So okay. yeah, we'll take that. All right, sixteen months. That's not, uh, hey, I guess he can do it. How long has he been Intercontinental Champion at this point? The Miz. I think just just the four months, because oh. remember, Dean, Dean had it for mm, a while. That's right. Dean. Dean Ambrose had it. Worst oh, Trisha's Trish going to get mad at you. She is. She is. I, I told her <laughs> I would stop, too. I told her I would stop bashing boring as shit Dean Ambrose. So I will. I will. I will stop doing it. Uh, he's perfectly acceptable. Um, this match wasn't anything special, though. It really wasn't. No, no, it was it was your standard. Oh god, yeah, I, I couldn't even say TV main event, but your standard Miz distracts, gets the win. This feud must continue. Dean Ambrose will come out and ramble and say something wacky. Maybe he'll have props again. I agree. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. Although Dean Ambrose bled tonight too. He's he's on the list. So, actually, I think Alexa. I think Alexa. Alexa, Alexa did as well. Oh, yep. oh, did she get hit in the nose again? Is that what happened? Maybe. Sasha has this habit of punching her in the nose. It's very odd. Yeah, ironically, just her too. I wonder what could be the cause of that. Hmm. Uh, probably faking being a wrestling fan. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, this real semi-main event. Okay. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, ambulance. Match. I think we both thought Roman Reigns would win this one on his way to SummerSlam. Uh, we did not get that correct. No. Braun Strowman, 2-0 and in his last two matches against Roman, both on pay-per-view. Braun Strowman gets the win, but we did not get a simple match and victory here. Uh, the match itself, crazy enough. I mean, Braun no-selling chair shots is everything. But let's talk about after the match. Is, is there anything else you want to say about during the match? Because really the story of this one was what happened after Braun got the victory. You know, it, it, it's now become part and parcel, but I did like, you know, it, it, it it's, it's cheap, but I liked it the way that, that they threw <laughs> Braun through the, uh, through the video board. No, oh, yeah, I, that's I right. That. that was a big spot. That'll be replayed several times. Uh, yeah. Roman Reigns going for it. We got kind of a mix of uh, spears and, and whatnot close to the stage. So you thought something might go uh, might go crazy. And in the end result, it was Braun Strowman going through the video board at the entrance. The video board, you know, going haywire after the fact. Braun Strowman selling it like death for a while. Little did we know that that would be a cakewalk compared to what he would be in for later. I'll give you what, uh, something else I liked. Uh, something very small. I liked the whole end sequence and then leading up to the to the brawn beatdown. I liked that Roman got caught trying to do a spear into, <laughs> into the ambulance, got caught. The doors are locked. So Braun wins Braun. The one thing I really liked here, Braun then taps the ambulance twice as if to tell the ambulance to move along, but there's no driver, which they made part of the continuity, which is why Roman could get behind the wheel and then drive the ambulance off. I like that little touch. That's right. Yeah. Because it, cause, the cause it's out. not because it, it's not 
you get the guy in the ambulance and then the ambulance drives away. It's just, you have to get the guy in the ambulance. So nobody was there. I liked that. Well, someone was there. He threw the driver out of the ambulance. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah, see that. He did. He I threw was... the driver out. Never um, mind. I, I reneged my, my yeah. love of that threw whole him, thing. Threw him on the ground. The crowd went crazy. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Jeff, okay. you got to pay attention like me, the master of paying attention during WWE shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of. And I like the spear coming out of the doors. I mean, you knew it was going to happen once the ambulance didn't move, but uh, I liked it. That was cool. I mean, if it was the other way around, if Braun was coming out of the doors after a loss and attacking Roman, people would love it. But just because it was Roman, people are like, ah, but it led yeah. to it led to one of the craziest things we've ever seen after a match. Uh, Roman Reigns did not let Braun Strain, uh, Strowman's victory go without an answer, without a response. Roman Reigns attacks Braun Strowman, beats him up, throws him in the ambulance, throws the ambulance driver out, drives away. And as Roman is, uh, he probably went, what, maybe 150 yards? I guess that it, that would make the arena like the most massive arena ever, so maybe not that, that far. Uh, but he drives for a few seconds, goes to the back, there's a bunch of trucks nearby, and Roman stops. And he's like, what the hell do I do? You can kind of see in the mirror, they had so many camera angles back there, it was so... It was so wacky. It's WWE now, but it's so wacky. Yeah, that was melodrama. I know they have bordering on cornball for me to look it was, at the it side was campy. of the mirror. It was campy, yeah. and at a certain point, I just wanted it to be super, super campy because that's what Braun yeah. Strowman is sometimes. But anyway, they have mirrors. Uh, they have the camera focused into the rearview mirror, seeing Roman Reigns' face, and you're like, you can see him deciding: should he do something crazy? Like, what am I doing? Should I destroy Braun? Should I get out? Do I really want to be this guy who murders a fool? And then he decides, yes, I want to be a dude who attacks like crazy someone, my opponent. The, the biggest sore loser ever, this Roman Reigns guy. Okay. He couldn't always, take his always, loss. Always. Always a sore lo loser. Couldn't take his loss. And he drives the ambulance with Braun Strowman in the back of it in reverse at a pretty respectable speed into another truck and they sell this like Braun Strowman is dead. Roman Reigns gets out, steals the keys apparently so that, you know, the questions of why didn't Kurt Angle or someone just drive the ambulance forward when they tried to open the door and let Braun out and they couldn't get to him. Like Roman Reigns apparently took the keys, I guess, goes away, just walks off like I'm done here. Victory, mission accomplished. And now we get where I thought it was going to be just super campy. And I was actually hoping for it to be even more campy because it would be so awesome. You got Kurt Angle coming in with his crazy facial expressions. Like, what am I seeing? <laughs> you have Jamie by God Knoble coming in and trying to open the door with a crowbar, this door to the ambulance that's like sealed shut at this point because of compaction. And just happened to have a crowbar around too. You got... You got independent women wrestlers with their phones just happening to be back there taking video of this. You have referees and other officials and emergency personnel, half of them taking video of the accident, half of them trying to get Braun out or yelling simply, Braun, 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 where are you? Braun, <laughs> wherever could you be? Braun. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to set this up. Shake Them Ropes Theater presents Rob McCarron's dramatic reinterpretation. Of the Braun Strowman accident and action. To Braun or not to Braun? <laughs> Tis is the question. Braun, will you come out of said ambulance? I don't know the words to the rest of this. 
But that was fantastic, but, Ron. All right, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Uh, I this is what I expected. Okay, I fully expected this. Like this is what I, I'm not saying. Oh, it would be awesome if they do this. This is what I expected to happen. Several minutes. You got people trying to open the door. You got the firefighters coming in. Uh, and not to mention, by the way, as this is happening, we're split screened. They send Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins out there as if they're just now being told to go out there and wrestle. Like, first of all, what kind of plan is that? Go out there and wrestle? Why not just send the main event out there and we'll update you on the situation later? No, we got to have a a gimmick match go out there. You have Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins going out. Um, You have the Jaws of Life being brought in (laughs) to try and open this ambulance door. The the uh, the crowd is hearing ambulance sirens over the speakers because you got ambulances and firefighters coming in to try and help Braun Strowman. I expected Braun to just smash through the roof of the ambulance. Yes, yes. Arms raised and just yell, "I'm not finished with you." Yes, and and to go down and to kill Slater and and Hawkins. Kill That's him, exactly kill what them I... both and beg for more from Roman Reigns. That, yes. That and and the only other thing I was really really expecting that I did not get was when 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 Kurt Angle was in that moment of panic and looking around and going I I was waiting for him to go someone should call an ambulance yes. I, I, yeah I was waiting for that. <laughs> can I get an ambulance out here someone 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 call an ambulance quick. <laughs> And then another one comes in and Roman is driving it and everyone's like, oh, not again. <laughs> or someone would go, no, Kurt, there's one right here. This is the ambulance. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, you know, that, my that gosh. Just, that just kind of campy Kurt Angle dumb comedy that we've come to expect. Yeah, it just but he's what, telling emergency personnel to put their phones down and the independent wrestlers. Thank I, God Jamie Noble's there. Jamie Noble getting nowhere with that crowbar <laughs> was just the best. He kept on trying, think, though. Kept on yeah. trying. Uh, this, <laughs> now, let's let's be real. That's what I expected. Okay, it didn't happen. Would have been awesome. What they did wasn't bad by any means. This was still great. They have they finally get the Jaws of Life out, and they bust open this door, and they, they get Braun Strowman out of there. He refuses help. He does not want to be lifted up or carried away. It takes him a few minutes. Like he's stumbling. Like he's a he's a he's a baby, you know, stumbling, getting his legs under him. Finally, is able to limp away. Very heavy, very heavy limp. He's bleeding very, all very, throughout you his know arms. What, you know what they did? They somebody gave him the directions. Walk like a zombie, and that's what he did. So he finally gets up. He starts walking away. The camera's following him. Kurt Angle now is even more amazed and confused. The eyes about ready to pop out of his head. As Braun just walks away and the crowd is erupting in cheers because Braun is walking away, not unscathed by any means. Like he's, there's blood everywhere. He's showing the limp, but the fact that he's walking away, he's the biggest baby face in the building at that point. Or maybe they were just happy the, the, uh, Kurt Hawkins match was over. I don't, I'm not quite sure, but he walks away. The camera stops. It goes back to Kurt Angle and he's just like, oh my God, I'm dealing with a zombie. And that's what. Braun Strowman was at this point and Braun Strowman is not going to be finished with Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman might be in the main event against Brock at SummerSlam half dead. And that would explain why Braun Strowman loses 
because he's He's, walking in with no legs. He's coming in sometime tomorrow night, doing the same walk, and just destroying two people, probably in a rematch of Slater and Hawkins. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or Apollo... Yeah, or Apollo Cruz versus somebody. Yeah, he's coming in or just 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 still woozy, still walking. <laughs> you know, he's gonna hurt somebody. Yes, he's gonna hurt somebody. I just hope it isn't the Drifter. That's what no. I know. Of all the people to choose to go out there and wrestle, he's Slater and Kurt Hawkins. They couldn't have put Finn Balor out there. Who's who's this GM sending guys out there and not picking Finn Balor? Yeah, what you know, it, 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 it's, it's that whole, it's that whole, hey, there's two guys down on the show. Let's throw them out to quote unquote, distract the fans while we're showing this on the jumbo. Tron. I mean, of course they're not going to send Finn Balor out there. I mean, you know, but seriously, if you were Kurt Angle, who are you going to put out there? You know, you yeah, know, it, put Heath Slater and Kurt Hawkins out there. They weren't even ready. Finn Balor is always ready. He's wearing his underwear. I'm sure that Kurt Hawkins is always ready because he is a Hawkins. Yeah. Always mm-hmm. ready to disappoint their fans. Just like every Hawkins. Yes. <laughs> Just like every <laughs> Hawkins. Um, I, uh, I want to thank, I got some positive feedback in the old DMS and email. Uh, if you didn't catch uh, shake them ropes, episode two eighteen that we did a few days ago, go check it out. I mean, most of it is largely irrelevant right now. Cause it is a preview show for this very pay-per-view we all just watched, uh, but check it out. Uh, I want to thank my lovely fiance, Shayla for joining us to talk about the first episode of glow. That was fun. Uh, we're going to catch up on glow more later this week on our shake them ropes proper. I have a poll to update as well, Jeff. Oh, I have a, a poll to get into. Uh, will there be a second annual WWE great balls of fire pay-per-view? The final vote tally 53% said no people not expecting another great balls of fire pay-per-view. After tonight, after the success, after all the buildup, after Vince probably laughing for days about the title, do you still think we will get a second Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view? I'm hoping it's named after another song, but I think it's going to be Great Balls of Fire. I saw Krista Joseph made the, made the good golly Miss Molly joke. Oh my goodness, I'm so mad at that because I made that joke oh, two, no. three weeks ago. And his is on this get show traction. Yeah. You uh, know, I mean, great minds. Yeah. I'm angry at that. What a I hate, I hate when I, yeah, well, no, I'm not calling him a thief. I am. I'm saying, I'm saying he's getting more credit than I am, which is Christopher um, to Joseph. You're a thief <laughs> and the opposite of a scholar. Uh, but yes, it will, there will be a second one. And if Jerry Lee Lewis is still alive, it will probably be in Nashville and he'll probably be invited to it. He, he's not still alive. Is he? Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. He's still alive. And, and he's a wrestling fan because he was at what? a thunder. He is. He is still alive. Born in September of 1935. He is a whopping 81 years old. 81 years old. Good for him. Hey, we have a new United States champion. Hmm. WWE was like, okay, we can't have a KO from Canada as the U.S. champion now. Uh, we got to do better. They got an AJ from Georgia. AJ Styles is the new United States champion, not because of an injury. Kevin Owens wrestled the rest of the weekend tour in the house show circuit. Uh, Kevin Owens is still there. We're probably going to get Owens and AJ still at battleground, but this time AJ Styles defending the title against Kevin Owens. What do you make of this title change? Will we see some footage on SmackDown? And, uh, and it kind of feels like a special thing, does it not? 
I think they may hot shot it back on Tuesday. I think they were just trying to do something special for the MSG shows because of the nostalgia value and the company, uh, you know, how much, how much MSG has meant to WWE and also possibly to take some, uh, some, some of the, uh, chatter away from UFC fight week, oh, which was this God. week. There was no chatter about this UFC. No, there fight wasn't. Week. There, there was wasn't. none whatsoever. No, no one cared about UFC this weekend. Nobody. No, um, no, they they put they put Shinsuke on this show as well. Um, so well, of course, Why no, my, my my yeah, my only concerns were either injury or hopefully you know Kevin Owens didn't no no, no. didn't didn't say anything about the Aries situation no, and then they just ticked decided, someone off. Hey, they did the battle royal uh yeah. for for a title shot aj won he got the title shot at msg they'll be like oh this is why you have to go to the live events folks aj styles is the uh is the u.s champion and they'll still th- they'll still do the match at battleground it'll be the one-on-one it'll be aj and kevin owens and obviously the plan was for aj to win so aj will probably still win they i don't think we're gonna get a hot shot title change back on kevin owens i just think we get battleground aj defeating kevin owens for the title retaining it that's what I think we're going to oh, retain it. You, th- you think he's going to retain at battleground then? I-, I think this belt is coming back to Kevin Owens one way or another, and then maybe AJ yeah. wins it again. But but you might be right. You might be right on that. I'm I'm not. I'm I mean, not I, sure. But but basically the reason they did. Yeah. Yeah, I understand with the whole uh, face of America gimmick. It's a cool. It's a cool thing for him to say, and maybe he'll still do it without having the U.S. title. I just think AJ is going to hold on to it. It's AJ's deal now. And maybe Kevin Owens okay. goes on to Randy Orton after this Punjabi prison match. Maybe he goes for the real title and AJ holds down the U.S. fort. But overall, the only reason they did this was to make an MSG show feel special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to prop those tickets up. Got to prop those tickets up. Shinsuke Nakamura in the main event of that show. Uh, you had Kevin Owens defending the U.S. title and AJ winning it. Yeah, it made for an interesting weekend. More people, uh, more people talking about their shows. It was very interesting. Yeah, UFC Fight Week. What was the main event? Was Rocky Romero in the main event of the UFC show? <laughs> Yoel Romero. Hmm. Is that Rocky's Man. little brother? No. Hey, special shout out to Chuck Taylor, won the PWG title this weekend. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.